on the Jacob Beer Show. I'm so happy to have on Omi. How are you doing today? I'm good. Thank you so much, man. Well, I appreciate having you on. Um, of course, a lot of folks my age love your song, Cheerleader, and your other songs. Um, gosh, that seems like it was just the other day when I was uh, in fifth grade listening to it on the bus ride home. They let us play music on the bus. So um, how are you doing today in Jamaica? Well, first of all, thank you for making me sound so old. I'm I'm fine. Thank you. <laughs> I'm fine. Um, it's it's a it's a little bit rainy here, you know. But you know, it's 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 usual usually very. It's usually sunshine, so I can't complain. For sure, I'll have to come down to Jamaica sometime. So, of course, um, you've said a lot of times it's kind of like a second language music in Jamaica. Take me through yeah. a little bit about um, how you got involved with music, of course, with it being such a big part of culture. Well, yeah, you're kind of predisposed to music growing up because if even if you're at home, there would be like a sound system across the street. Somebody is keeping like a a, a huge party and, you know, the, you would have music blaring in your ears. You're trying to sleep at night. But that was just a part of the culture, you know, and my dad was a singer songwriter also, you know, so he was also a big inspiration in my life. Um, I started recording around age 19, got discovered by Clifton specialist Dylan in my early twenties. And, you know, we formed a beautiful relationship professionally. Um, and, you know, he's like my, he's like my dad since I lost my dad, you know, so I lost my dad when about nine years old so he he kind of assumed that father figure role so you know having music in common you know we've we've been working together in you know the the, the birth of the hit song cheerleader and 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 others followed after that relationship so it's a lot to be grateful for for sure um so take us through a little bit um of course you said you started when you're 19 what was it like when your big head cheerleader came out? Um, you ended up doing a remix with him and then it went big. Here you are, um, you're a Jamaican artist, and now you're not just performing in Jamaica or America, you're performing all over the world. What is that moment like as an artist? I've interviewed people like Sir Mix Up on the show who, you know, like you did the music before, and then you have a single that comes out or a song on an album and it goes big. What's that moment like? Well, listen, like, I want to say, fortunately, for me, a lot of people would think, okay, unfortunately, but fortunately for me, I hit on the first song released, and that doesn't happen quite often. A lot of people, they probably be putting out a series of music, and then maybe around the 10th single, you, you get a hit. I hit the first single that I put out, so I was very grateful for that. Um, and the reason why I say maybe a lot of people would say, unfortunately, is because I know it puts a lot of pressure on the artists, you know, to, to follow up and, um, and keep the consistency. But I look at it differently. You know, I see it as, listen, this came out of me, you know, and there's no, if it's not broken, don't fix it. The formula came from me, so I I try not to put that pressure on myself, you know? I just know that I have to keep doing what I, you know, keep doing what I love. 
For sure. Very interesting. And do you have a favorite venue um, you've been able to perform at over the years? I have a few favorites. The Give Taylor us maybe Swift, three. <laughs> the Taylor Swift performance. That was awesome. That San was Diego, if I'm correct. Yeah. Yeah. And um, Summertime Ball. That was also a major venue. And I also enjoyed performing in Dubai. I think I did the um, the mall in Dubai. Yeah. That'd be cool. Yeah. That was, that was awesome. Yeah. So take us through kind of that first one real quick. Um, and of course she's going everywhere with Eris right now. Um, the last big tour she had done was 1989, which you were part of in San Diego. I remember she said, and I was watching before he, before I got on with you, she said today, the guest I'm having, or tonight, the guest I'm having on stage with me could be anywhere in the world right now. You've probably heard a song four to five times on the radio before you came here. And then she introduced you and everybody was yeah. screaming. What's that moment like? Because, you know, she had a different guest per show. Um, some of them were like Pitbull, yeah. Imagine Dragons. So what is it like when you yourself are out there, you know, and you hear somebody like that saying, you've probably heard Elizabeth, it more than me on the radio before you came here tonight. What's that moment like? Listen, first of all, I'd like to say a major shout out to Taylor Swift. Um, I felt I felt really, really grateful, still feel really grateful, you know, to her for having me on her show. That was like um, the moment where I was like, yo. Just the. Just the, the, the sheer screams from the audience, I was like, yo, I've, I've really I've really made it. I really made it. I, I it's it's not even about material achievements. Like that moment where you hear those screams, and when you're getting an introduction of this magnitude from Taylor Swift, come on, man, that's that's insane. See, that's insane. Very insane, man. For sure. And uh, and then you even got to I think on her jet as well, so it had to be quite an experience. So. It was you know she she is really a sweetheart you know and her mom you know big ups to her mom as well they you know they were really 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 nice very courteous um it, it was just a wonderful experience and I, I was a little bit starstruck too because come on it's it's taylor swift <laughs> <laughs> you know but it, it's even though even though i had a mega hit and even though i was getting all of all this attention I, I was still humbled by, you know, the gesture. For sure. And what was it, what would you say, I guess, going back to Dubai real quick, is there a difference in elevation, you know, being above or, you know, um, super low on sea level when it comes to singing? I've heard some people who come into town in Colorado, places like that, they have to watch out. They might have to come in four to five days earlier because of elevation sickness and stuff with singing. Did you ever experience that? <laughs> Yeah, I've gone through that before. I've so gone it's a real through that thing. before. It's a it's a real thing. Yeah, wow. it's a real thing. I didn't know it at the time. I didn't know what I was experiencing, but now you you're describing it to me and I know that I've gone through this before. Yeah. Wow. And take us through kind of your new music that's out. Um, of course, on Spotify, Cheerleader is still huge. It has, what, I think 1.2 billion plays on YouTube and close to about 1.5 billion <laughs> on Spotify. But you have some new music out. Um, mm -hmm. 
not just the Me For You album, but Thunder uh, and TMI. Take us through those two things a little bit, which are great songs, by the way. Right. So, so thank you so much. So TMI um, is a part of a series of music that we've been releasing in the, in the last three or so months. And um, Thunder is a single, is my most recent single. You know, this is a song I, I, I wrote for my mom. And I released it following, you know, her passing. And this was, uh, mm -hmm. yeah, this was this was the the worst experience of my life. Sorry to hear about that. Sorry to hear about that. She's proud yeah. of you. And I, 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 I hope she is. <laughs> you've done an amazing job. Um, so, and I'm really sorry to hear about that again. Um, what would you say is something, maybe advice you would have for younger people? Um, of course, it has to be hard at times, you know, since you got that song out there and a lot of other songs getting recognized and things like that. Um, but what is it, what advice would you kind of mm -hmm. have for people, you know, who want to be big in music, you know, what would you tell them maybe from, Hey, I've been there, you know, I am there. Like what advice would you kind of have? Pros and cons, right. maybe. Pros and cons. One of one of the one of the biggest advice I would want to give to um, you know, this generation of music. Just remember that shop value only lasts until the other shop value. So once you if you're gonna kickstart your career with, you know, depending on shop value to sell you to introduce you to be your introduction, you're gonna have a lot of issues because then you're gonna have to keep doing stuff <laughs> that are gonna grab people's attention and it, it's not always positive. So make sure that you have talent behind. Be That's a good point. We had a, a little technical error there. Welcome back. Um, so you were talking about advice. Yeah. So we were talking about not relying on on shop value to to sell you as an artist. You know, you should really pour into your craft and try to master your craft. Make sure what you're doing has substance. And we were talking about the effects of shop value. You know, if 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 you're totally relying on that, then you're gonna have to be consistent. And it is going to have to be one shot value after the next. So try to try to make sure you invest in your craft, pour into your craft. For sure. Well, that's really good advice right there. Um, is it ever hard at sometimes, you know, being a big artist where people know who you are, um, what you do, you know, uh, your songs? Is that ever hard sometimes, especially in Jamaica and yes. all over? When you have people yeah. like me who call you to come on my show? <laughs> Is it tough? <laughs> no, it is. It is. It is tough, you know, and, and, and at times you do because you're human. Like, you know, we were supposed to do this interview, what, four weeks ago. And because, you know, my mom passed, um, you know, I, I'm sure my team reached out to you and kind of let you know that, you know, I was taking some time 
And, um, you know, I appreciate the fact that you, you, you waited, you know, you were very respectful and I, I, I have to give that to you, you know? Well, we appreciate you coming on, you know, and I called you up and then you gave me your manager's number. Um, I know that's not always the most best way to do it, but you know, I also know that sometimes management doesn't always like to give the okay. Your management mm -hmm. is awesome though. So love um, your team. So shout out to them. Appreciate them mm -hmm. organizing this. But yes, I appreciate how you're giving a young person like me the chance who's 18. So thank you. Of course. And then kind of the last question I have, um, would you ever consider potentially jumping into acting or anything like that? I asked that question because a lot of times you, know, you see people like Jason Derulo, he's gone into acting, Vanilla Ice, um, one of the house renovations, Sir Mixlot mm -hmm. does that as well. Um, shout mm -hmm. out to Sir Mixlot, great guy. Would you ever consider something like that, maybe? Which one, the acting or the house renovations? Acting or house renovations. <laughs> or or maybe it's a show where you, uh, gosh, there's tons of reality TV shows. Maybe you're on Deadliest Catch. I don't know. Would you ever I, consider that? I would love to have a show on HGTV. You know, that um, building and interior decorating is is actually my 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 other love apart from music so that might be something i consider i love i love building i love designing houses and i love creating spaces well they should maybe have a show on jamaica real estate i think yeah we probably we probably can do that for sure well i appreciate you coming on jacob your show today is there anything else you'd say thank you so much jacob i appreciate you man just keep doing what you're doing and it's all love. You know, as I said before, thank you for understanding when I needed the time to process everything that went on. And, um, you know, you you stuck around patiently and now we're doing the interview and you have a really good vibe about you, man. And I really wish you the best. Appreciate it. Thank you. All right.